0: WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, eleven zero six AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM seven fifty WSB.
1: We are a.
0: the naysayers, and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's gone, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Kane Herman Kane Solutions for a better America. Alrighty, I, uh, you know, one more hour of substituting for Herman Kane here. I'm Neil Bortz. And I, I have no idea when I'm going to, when if ever, uh, I am going to be back on the air. So I mean, let's make the most of this hour. And to do that, we start this way. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, you Neil. Know, ja- I got a complaint about you yesterday. Oh, Really? Really? Well, what it was, was that? It was so mindless. It was so stupid. You know, you you made the observation, and it was a good observation, about how deftly and easily the Clintons seem to go from one scandal to another. They do. Okay? And then somebody said, well, that shows me how Jamie do pre-votes. <laughs> and I thought, you Dork. that doesn't he
1: doesn't vote so it doesn't show you a thing well i mean all. they do whether you like them or you don't like them you do have to admire their ability to survive oh, i mean yeah. think about it James Carville yesterday, I think he was on MSNBC, said something like, you know, whatever happened to Filegate, whatever happened to Pardongate, and all the other things. I mean, I think back, and that's, that's one thing, Neil, that I, really struck me as I went back and I read presidential biographies about every president. Then my kids came along, and I got stopped at about Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, but what I noticed in every... Your kids si-
0: came along at Teddy Roosevelt?
1: Yes, exactly, and that was it for me on reading. But there's and so many lines, so what, many lines. What I noticed was... That in every single administration, every single president had these mini scandals, affairs, whatever you want to call them, yeah. that jumped up and took a huge amount of attention from not only politicians in D.C., but you know newspapers, journalists, and more. And that it's stuff now that we don't even remember. And yet it was the big story and the big thing at the time and to me it's a reminder sort of in the long view that there's always little stuff that pops up and it's the same thing in our personal lives as well little stuff pops up that maybe years later you don't even you don't even hardly remember it but it was a big deal at the time and it took a lot oh, of oh energy yeah. oh and yeah. that's what i, I see i've with, had a few of those yes that's what i see with the clintons <laughs> that they are able rightly or wrongly it's just the truth to overcome all kinds of stuff and keep going forward now now, what did you think about what did you think about
0: Axelrod's statement last week about you know how amazing it has been that through the first six years of obama 's presidency they haven't even had a major scandal
1: Well, they haven't had some in terms of like personnel scandals uh, of, you know that, that we might have had in others in other administrations, but they certainly have not been short on controversy on issues.
0: What was your favorite Clinton personnel scandal? Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, you know, there were all kinds of things that went on in the Clinton administration. I mean, obviously. I
0: think Travelgate was the most interesting.
1: Travelgate is one that I I personally thought probably deserved a little more scrutiny, but it was a reminder of how most people right now could call in and not remember what it was. Google it and, it and take a look. Um, you know, there's, again, another example of little things that crop up in every administration. I mean, think about it. Eight years ago at this time, there were Democrats. The mere mention of George W. Bush's name caused them to just about go into, you know, conniptions. And it's sort of the same way now, eight years later, about Barack Obama. And the question is, how much of it is out of the ordinary you know, I, I hear every four or eight years that, you know, the, the, the country's off on the wrong course or whatever. The Clintons, despite all of their problems, have been able to navigate these things. And that's why I look at this and I do raise a red flag just to sort of say, hey, don't forget, they have survived before. I'm not well, saying he, that, that he they're going to get could have done it. it without her. She could never have done it without him. Well, and, you know, to me, uh, she supposedly is going to take some questions later today after a speech she's giving at the U.N., but we'll see how much there's really, you know, Q&A and how much it's just a statement or whatever. Uh, I mean, to me, the, the, the basic issue still remains why. Why would you f- set up a personal, not email account, but email server in yep. your house to oh, deal with on, your Jamie, email? Why? Because it
0: gives you the absolute ab- ability
1: uh, to destroy evidence. Um, I don't expect her to say that on the record today, <laughs> well, shit, but not. that's what a lot of people obviously would think, that it was done in order, like right now, not to have all those emails and all those communications just readily available. I mean, the thing that we've been told is that the, the, the stuff that she has turned over to the State Department has not been in electronic form. It's been printed out, which unsearchable. Then it, which unsearchable, exactly. You'd have to scan it all manually and everything and then run the OCR on it. And yeah, I mean... So, you know, yeah, it's it's one of those things, though, that I as I look at right now with the Democrats for next year, they don't really have a true sort of primary right now. I mean, yes, Jim Webb might run and Martin O'Malley might run, but there's nobody that we're saying, wow, this is going to be a heck of a race against Hillary Clinton. And it's very unusual to have something like that where there seems to be a candidate that just clears the field already. That's because it's her turn. Well, I don't know. A lot of people said it was her turn eight years ago, so I don't know that I'd say that. I mean, eight years ago right now, a lot of people were talking about, like, this Obama guy. Boy, he's wasting his time. The shocker
0: of the day for the aborts guy here? Yes. The shocker of the day was it was the New York Times this morning that brought out that story uh, uh, relating to Tom Cotton and the this, the senate republicans letter to iran it was the new york times this morning that brought out the story of the democrats pulling a similar stunt with noriega in 1984
1: yeah look um as i what what do i always like to say neil when people tell me this is the first time something or the worst example of something i usually just sort of smile and know full well that we've just forgotten other times i heard one yesterday talking about uh the democrats uh going down to meet daniel ortega and you know with the time the sandinistas and everything like that so i'm sure it is not the first but it uh, it was a, well, a They lit- sent him. They sent him a letter.
0: They, I mean, uh, including uh, uh, who was the the speaker of that, Jim Wright, and, and yeah, several. Yeah, Jim Wright. They they sent him a letter saying, you know, okay, so Reagan is supporting the uh, uh, the 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 efforts against your Sandinista government. Don't worry about it. We got your back. Hell, it, it was in so many ways similar to what the Republicans have done uh, with Obama's efforts on Iran. And I was just shocked that that came out in the New York Times.
1: Well, we have uh, there are a couple people at the Times who work here up here on the hill who've been around for a while like me and remember things from the past. That's yeah. that's one problem uh, with my business is we tend to have short memories about stuff and it's Aren't you
0: looking forward to doing what I've done?
1: Retiring? Yes, I was just uh, discussing that yeah. with my wife that uh, maybe another 15 17 years. Yeah, that'd be why, great.
0: Why wait?
1: Um, Well, unless you want to bequeath to me a large inheritance, I'm not sure that I'd get my three kids through college without working, yes.
0: Oh, uh, college degrees are so overrated. Overrated, okay, okay, yes. I hope your kids don't go off there and study gender studies or something like that.
1: Um, I'm going to tell them they get, uh, you know, a regular four-year college, and if they want to do something after that, then it's all on them.
0: Yeah, my father told me, you flunked out of college. It's all on you from that point. And sure enough, I flunked out of college. But I got back in on my own dollar. But uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm bothering you.
1: Right no, now. no, no, you're not bothering me. I think uh, two things. The other thing we ought to talk about is the immigration situation, the legal fight. The, the, yeah. the federal judge in that case yesterday made very clear that he was not going to be rushed by the administration into ruling on their request for an emergency stay to lift his injunction against well, the president's executive action. Didn't
0: Obama essentially tell him, you either rule this way or I'm going to act like you rule well it was this
1: the justice department two different times had told the judge first off they told him back in late february you got two days to decide on our stay or else we're going to the fifth circuit well that two days came and went they didn't go to the fifth circuit then it was last week the justice department said okay we're giving you until the close of business on monday the ninth and if you don't act on this then we're going to the fifth circuit well monday the ninth came and went yesterday I, we, I haven't been able to get any comment from the Justice Department, but so far there's been no notice that they're going up to the Fifth Circuit. Instead, no. the, instead the judges ordered a hearing for next Thursday, the 19th, on this new revelation that the, the the feds themselves made in court documents in which they acknowledged that even though they'd said none of this will start until February the 18th, They did hand out to 100,000 people here in the U.S. illegally a three-year deferral of their deportation and a three-year work permit, which is what's in the new part of the president's executive actions. And they started doing that back in November. So there's a little, I think the judge was caught by, was somewhat shocked by that. The state of Texas was a bit shocked by that. And so as of now, the legal wrangling on this is not moving either A, in the direction of the Obama administration, or B, in a swift manner.
0: You know, I wish I'd have known this when I was practicing law for those 18 years I practiced law, that if if you were a little impatient and waiting for a ruling for a ju- from a judge, just write him a letter. Say, you got two days, pal, to rule on my motion or else. Nobody. I didn't learn that in law school. I didn't know that.
1: I. You know, I'm, I'm not that experienced in the legal arena. I don't know whether that's normal. But I have to say, I, I was a bit surprised to see that in two different filings from the Justice Department. And now two times the judge has ignored them, and two times he's basically called their bluff and as of now, the feds have not gone to the Fifth Circuit. You know, they're just asking for to to lift the injunction on the implementation of the president's actions. They have not even filed an appeal yet of the judge's actual ruling. So, I don't, you know, this to me, Neil, looks like something that's going in slow motion here and is not exactly going to just ping-pong its way right up the chain to the U.S. Supreme Court. But well, I'm... Can- I'm can starting I, to wonder if that's where we end up, maybe late this year or next year.
0: Can I proffer an opinion? Yeah, please. As to why they haven't gone to the Fifth Circuit?
1: Well, they ain't going to win there. Probably is what they. Well, worried about.
0: because they might say, you know what, our attempts at bullying this 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 this, this district judge might really have ticked off the Fifth Circuit, and they're not, if we go running in there right now, they're not going to look at our case very
1: favorably. Well, they might say no, no, you got to, you got to do yeah. this stuff at the district uh, level before we even the, look at the it. The
0: Fifth Circuit may have may look upon this as just impermissible bullying of the system, and uh, so, you know, why take the chance of an immediate defeat like well, that? Well,
1: just listen to what the judge wrote in this short order. Due to the serious, this is quoting here, due to the seriousness of the matters discussed, the court will not rule on any other pen Motions until it is clear that these matters, talking about the hundred thousand, if true, do not impact the pending matters or any rulings previously made by the court. So oh. he's, he's just basically saying, Yeah, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to answer these questions first about why these hundred thousand yeah. were given these new protections when you said they, when you told the states they weren't starting until February the 18th. And remember, the only reason we know about this is because the feds. Told the court about it in their own uh, filing last week. You know what, Jamie?
0: In the attorneys' uh, in the attorneys' uh, waiting room, uh, the conversation would be that is one pissed off judge. Yeah,
1: that's my thought too. Reading between yeah. the lines.
0: Yeah, he is. He thinks uh, he's upset. It's going to be fun to watch. Well, Jamie. Uh the Borts bus hits the road in about a month. It'll be gone. Uh, we'll be on the road for I don't know when in the world I'll ever get the substitute for Herman today again, especially since apparently, according to Belinda, I've made a lot of his listeners.
1: Well, that's that. okay. That's only you. We'll say, see you in the weeks ahead, Neil. Good to talk well, to you, buddy. I,
0: I don't know where, but, uh, you know, I am retired, so I'm going to hit the road. Okay, bud? See you, man. That's our guy, Jamie Dupree. We'll be back in just a moment. The experience and results you trust. trust. Herman Cain. He
1: just has a good message and a good conservative point of view.
0: Solutions for a better America. All righty, we have a we have a half an hour to go, and I'm going to talk about the five second rule for one thing because Belinda's very interested in that.